Hey everyone, just popping in here just to give a minor trigger warning here. There has been a mention of money talk, I think some body talk as well, and sexual assault in this episode that I didn't anticipate in the first half an hour of the show. So just be in mind and yeah, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Stripped by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. I am your host, Steph Sia, aka Kimchi on stage. I am just finishing the week up at the strip club, and it's been like two months since I've been back, and now I've caught a cold. So I am sorry if you hear sniffling in this episode or me coughing and making weird noises. My nose is congested. So this is what we're going to have to deal with today, but hopefully it's not as noticeable. But um, as mentioned, I am a dancer based in Vancouver, Canada. I'm also a digital content creator, former sugar baby, and the host of this show. And if you're new here, Stripped by Sia is all about destigmatizing sex work. So every week for the past three years, three plus years, I've been bringing on different guests on the show to provide a really thorough and transparent approach to sex work. Um, Because oftentimes, you know, our our work is highly stigmatized. Um, Society has many opinions about us, usually incorrect. So I'm trying to do my best in terms of setting the record straight, giving people a voice and, you know, humanizing sex workers because we are human. And, you know, sometimes it feels like we are treated like we are not. So yep, just trying to make a small change in the world uh, in my little old way. So thank you for listening. Um, A couple things I want to shout out uh, before we get started with this week's guest, which I'm super excited for. Um, I just want to say hello and a shout out to some of the fans on Patreon. So if you didn't know, I have Patreon, which helps me um, pretty much support the website, which I have an official date. It will be up on December 1st. I have been working my ass off this week and stopped procrastinating over the past summer to get things up. So it will be there. And that's where all your money is going for as low as the price of a coffee. So if you are interested, it's patreon.com slash stripped by Sia. And a quick little shout out here to those who are on the top and middle tiers of my Patreon. Just want to say hello to Snoo Snoo, all the way from Germany. We have Jay Sunsern here from Vancouver, as well as Arup Sarkar. Justin Erickson, hello from Washington, also from the West Coast. And we've got a couple new people as well that have joined um, the top tiers here. So hello to Selena Money and hello to Ted McGuire. Thank you so much for supporting. Um, There are other lower tiers available as well, but that is where you can find out and... um, watch the video exclusive of the show exclusively from season four onwards so four and five and yeah there's lots of uh, bonus episodes and really fun kind of sneak peeks uh and kind of like you get to hear the show before it gets released all that fun stuff but be sure to check it out if you want to monetarily support the show it's patreon.com slash stripped by sia that spiel gets longer and longer. You used to be two minutes. <laughs> now it's three minutes. <laughs> That's funny. But we're finally getting to this week's guest. If you're wondering who is that lovely voice in the background lurking, or if you're watching on the video exclusive, who is this cute person here? I want to introduce everyone to Suki Jade. Suki is a digital content creator full-service sex worker based in Denver, Twitch streamer, BBW, huge person, um, a colleague of mine who works with me uh, at PS Group, and just all-around amazing human, and also Reddit Pro. So basically, we're going to be talking about Reddit today. It's a huge platform, huge topic that I'm going to pick the shit out of her brain today because she knows a lot more than I do, and I'm just too terrified to even go on there as a sex worker so <laughs> it's it's a hellscape so you have every right to be it's terrifying. Yeah, it's, 
like this just not a user friendly platform and then not a sex worker friendly platform no. generally speaking definitely not yeah. and we're definitely going to be getting into all the nitty-gritty and all of that today but suki jade hello welcome and welcome hello <laughs> thank you for having me on i really appreciate it you're so welcome oh my gosh um how was that intro for you i, I like always want to flip it back to you to kind of define who you are in your own words and terms like yeah i mean that was pretty accurate i'm i've been a sex worker for like a decade um i've dabbled in all different kinds currently yes digital and full service in denver um and i do social media i'm a social media director for ps group um and i have reddit clients that's like kind of my specialty so i manage reddit accounts it's super fun i've been really enjoying it because you know everybody's voice is different and all of that but yeah um that that was a good introduction i don't really have anything (laughs) i have three dogs i live alone (laughs) and there we go (laughs) yeah like I'm more lame than you described but yes (laughs) it's funny because like whenever people like whenever I get the rare opportunity to guest in other people's podcasts they do this whole like hype like thing right like yeah this this is an amazing person look 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 who we have on and I'm like (laughs) yeah like I'm actually really boring but okay yeah yeah I'm really I'm boring and I have imposter syndrome so this is like weird (laughs) it's weird that I'm here (laughs) but I'm so happy that you are here because again you are a master at reddit I attended your um reddit I guess masterclass that PS mm-hmm, group the webinar yeah the webinar that you know was insanely informative and I guess I'm kind of like riffing off of that as well sorry Carly mm-hmm. but like I'm, <laughs> I'm wanting to have you on the show for a while so I'm glad we were finally able to connect and so I can yeah really kind of pick your brain about all this because like myself I'm sure a lot of listeners are out there and people have asked for this like what about reddit like what is, what's your advice on reddit and I'm just like I cannot give you advice I don't touch that place um <laughs> it's scary yep. to me but we'll we'll get into all of that um I, I guess uh pretty soon but kind of before we get into the nitty-gritty um the audience is always curious and also myself too in terms of like how you found yourself in sex work since you've been at it for like a decade now so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that what your story is and yeah go off yeah uh it's weird because I I come from like a place of absolute privilege like my my family's upper middle class both my parents went to college and like college was definitely like it was there was no other option like I was going to college and they paid for all of that um but at some point in college when I was 18 so I started really early but not really early but you know legally early yeah um (laughs) (laughs) I think I just I don't I don't even remember how I got onto seeking arrangements but Mm -hmm. I got onto seeking arrangements and and like back then those guys were so good at like telling you like oh it's however much I don't know if like money talk is okay but oh, like absolutely. they give you some low ass number like it's 300 everyone's just doing 300 for a whole date Lies. like overnight whatever Lies. and they lie to you and I was 18 and I had no idea and I also like was working a job where I was getting paid like $10 an hour so like $300 seemed like a lot of money girl same. yeah <laughs> oh god and you know I look back on it and I'm like I could have been I could have been making so much more, but that's just kind of how it goes because there's, you know, back a decade ago, we definitely didn't have podcasts about how to be a sugar baby. Yeah. It was it was a little bit different. And, and so I started in that when I was in college. Um, I, I like dabbled in doing social media and I got my degrees in advertising and management. I got a double. Nice. And, and I did internships. And like every time that I worked in an office, I just, I like really wanted to kill myself so (laughs) it was like yeah (laughs) it was really bad and that's also around the time that I like realized and I'm self-diagnosed I've I've not made the effort to go and get diagnosed by a doctor but it's I've taken a lot of tests so it's it's pretty like legit but I I had an ex-boyfriend who like pointed out to me he saw this list of like 
autistic traits in women who were not diagnosed as children Ah. because you learn you're forced to learn to socialize because you know they're not giving you like it used to be autism was like a male only disease quote unquote when they like first discovered it yeah um but yeah, he an ex of mine was like, "Oh, I read this list, and I hope you're not upset by this, but I could not help but think of you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" So I read that and realized that's probably what was going on, and that's probably why I had such a hard time in office spaces mm-hmm. because office politics. Like, I got in trouble at one of my internships because she was like, you sound like a bitch when you write your emails. Because <laughs> I wasn't using enough exclamation points. Yeah. Oh, my. And shit like that is exhausting. And I cannot mask for that many hours a day no. around that many people. So sex work felt easier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as women, we're, we're, we learn from a very young age how to make it seem like we're having a good time while we're having sex when we're not. Yeah. Because... Like, most women don't have their first orgasm with a partner until, like, mid-20s. Yes. It's absurd. But, yeah, I got into sex work that way, I think. I just had such a hard time with everything else. Mm-hmm. And I did that sugaring thing when I was young. And I was like, okay, I could do this. I dabbled in camming. Um, camming is nice for people who, like, can't handle the in-person work. Not handle, but who just don't want to deal with that, which is, yeah. like, obviously fine. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I... I had a hard time with camming because I got really bored. Like it was really boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there were times where you, and it was, and I got into stripping after I got into camming, but this is the same thing it happens in the strip club. There are times where you sit there for hours and don't make a single dollar. Yeah. And that shit is exhausting. Yeah. That's why I always that bring my laptop with me. And, and I just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to bring my switch and play video games in the strip club. <laughs> Because I went, I worked at some tiny ass club too, and this was after I graduated. So I graduated, got my degrees, I did my internships when I was in college, and I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do this. This isn't going to work for me. And then I started taking pole dancing classes for exercise, and then I was like, I could do this. I want to try it. I want to try it. And so I went to, <laughs> and I went during night shift, and they asked me if I had ever danced before, and my dumb ass, like, I'm autistic. I was like, no, I've never danced before. <laughs> and so they immediately were like, okay, well, you can't work night shift. <laughs> right, which is, like, something you also don't know. Like, if you want to be able to start on the night shift, you yeah. have to tell them that you've worked somewhere before. Exactly. They're not going to check your fucking references, but, like, <laughs> what references? yeah. Yeah. So I worked day shift for months, and that is, like, just a wasteland in this tiny little club that I I was in that had been around for like 80 years um. we called it church on the hill because it used to be a church before it was a strip club was it? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah it was yeah there was like the whole entryway and stuff they had they made that the smoking patio and then oh. we, we the, the the main entrance for the club was like in the back yeah hilarious <laughs> yeah oh yeah but I did that for a while um like three or four years did you like stripping and it was fine yeah I I did I did and you know there were some times where with like getting overstimulated was a big thing Mm -hmm. and uh just because the music is so loud but it is dark so that's nice (laughs) so that's when I picked up smoking cigarettes because I would just go out on the smoking patio and it was quiet out there so it was easier for me (laughs) I had to take a lot of breaks I did Yeah. yeah But, you know, at first it was nerve wracking, but then you realize that it's kind of like the same script over and over. And I love a good, I love a good script. (laughs) I love a good scripted encounter. Like, you know, I have a whole system. I, and nowadays with my full service work, I end up with a lot of newbies Mm -hmm. and I, uh, I like, I have a little routine for them, you know? And that's what happened at the strip club, a routine. And I like that. It's nice. Um, It makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. But it was my first time doing in-person. That's not true. I did in-person sex work as a sugar baby, but it was different. Yeah. In the strip club, it's almost like, even though there's a bouncer, it's almost less safe because there are men that go in there specifically to treat women a certain way. Oh, yeah. 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 And like the most I've ever been assaulted in sex work was at the strip club. Because really? like men, yeah. In clubs like that too, like, because it's so small and we're getting like $20 a dance and on Tuesdays we did $10 dances you know and like they're we're not following any of the rules about touching so like men would I had I had my the very first time that I've like hit a man 
and this is always like an iconic moment in every like sex worker's life <laughs> <laughs> when they when they realize that they can just be a bitch like, yeah, it's the best part yeah I was giving a guy a lap dance and I was down between his legs and as I came up he grabbed me and kissed me so I yeah and like shit like that like people like putting their hands on your pussy when they're not supposed to kind of thing um would happen a lot yeah and like you know managers are never on your side because in clubs like that the money that they're making is from alcohol sales not from us so they don't you know they're not going to take your side yeah but Yeah, this guy kissed me, and I yanked back and, like, slapped the fuck out of him. (laughs) And the look on his face, just priceless, priceless. (laughs) He was so shocked. Oh, my God. (laughs) What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. But, yeah, I think I liked stripping because in most of the sex work that I've done, there wasn't a community. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I didn't have, I didn't get to, like, go to work and and hang out with a bunch of other women who like do the same thing that I do yeah and everyone would always ask like oh what's the most interesting customer you have at the strip club they're like oh the customers are not even the interesting part the women are yeah the women are so interesting they were I got bullied by one of the veterans as soon as I showed up because because I'm autistic and I said something that I thought was fine, but it like was very insulting to her. Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, could you, this trick that you do looks like it's pretty easy. Could you show it to me? And I meant easy in the sense that like my new ass could do it. Yeah. And she was like, none of the stuff that I do is easy. Like blah, blah, blah. And she got upset and then she like bullied me for the rest of the time I was there. Oh, but fuck. Yeah, that, that. but it's still interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah, like, I mean, the camaraderie the stories. is the best. Yeah, the stories, mm-hmm. the banter that happens. Like, I had cute. a work wife. Yeah. Like, we did dances together. It was cute. I had, you know, it was nice. You, you don't really have that when you work independently. You have to, like, work really hard to maintain relationships with other sex workers. You do. Question for yeah. you before we break mm. and go into more of the full service stuff. And, like, you mentioned with sugaring, you said, like, that was different because you were we were talking about like in-person work and you're like oh yeah I hadn't done it you're like wait a minute I did do that before I did do it yeah but it feels different Um, tell me about that because I share a similar I might share like a similar sentiment to that as well but I'd love to hear like what you meant by that yeah well with with sugaring like most of the work that was being done was like girlfriend time it was Mm. it was less about the sex and like when I say in-person work now like I prefer the more efficient way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The cut and dry, like, you have 60 minutes, you paid for the 60 minutes. Like, because, (laughs) yeah, because with sugar daddies, they want so much attention all the time. And they're, they're, a lot of them are cheap asses. (laughs) And it's very, it's tiring. And I, like, don't even think about that part of my life, like, when I did that as sex work, because it felt like I was just, like having boyfriends who gave me money, you know, like they very, they, they like it to be this other fantasy and this separate thing, you know? Yeah. And like they separate yeah. the sex work aspect of it. And I, and I feel like I kind of did the same when I entered, cause that was also like my entry into sex work. And I think we were, we were in the, in just like the sugar bowl around the same time, like a decade ago, like when it was, I don't know, vastly different than, seeking arrangement now like yeah (laughs) it was a very casual thing like it was like a you know I didn't I I didn't know anyone who was using it to like make a a full living Mm -hmm. like it was it was smaller and like it was kind of ancestral too like a lot of the (laughs) like I saw some of the same dudes like with other people than I knew and shit (laughs) yeah it was a different time and I mean it's I always like kind of compare, at least now in retrospect, sugaring is like just a lot more emotional labor. Oh God, yeah, I hate it so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I actually at one point because I got into full service because I moved out of Texas and I came to Denver, and I cannot. Granted, this was like, this was like, I don't, I don't want to like trigger weight talk or anything like this so you can edit this out if need be but like this was like 50 pounds ago okay let me put that out there and I could not get hired at a single strip club in Denver they Mm -hmm. all told me that I was too fat oh gosh yeah I won an amateur night 
at one of the clubs, which now I would not recommend working there. It's like they're they've had like a bunch of sexual assault cases and shit. Yeah, it's a shitty club, shitty management. I won amateur night, so they had to pay me three hundred dollars, and then we're all in the room together afterwards. And he's calling out all the girls that got a contract, and he doesn't call my name. And it was so embarrassing. Everyone like was like, "But that girl won. Like, isn't she gonna be? Yeah, that's fucked." Yeah, so and they're like, we just want you to like lose, trim up a little bit, lose ten pounds, and come back. I'm like, bitch, do you know? Fuck off. <laughs> <Do you> know? <laughs> like, no. like I've I've had eating disorders before. Like, do you know how long I've been trying to lose ten pounds? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck those people. Yeah, so I had to get into full service, and and all I knew at that point was full service was seeking arrangements. Mm-hmm. So I like sustained myself for six months with only seeking arrangements dates, and it was horrible it was so <laughs> awful it was so awful like the clientele is so much worse than the clientele that I have now as an escort they're oh. like <laughs> it's the why are they it's yeah so it's so cheap. awful like cheap. why are they so awful <laughs> I don't know but it's just like <laughs> the breed of people that is on seek arrangement is like uh-huh. the lowest of the low, the cheapest. It's of the true, <laughs> the cheapest of the cheap, and like it didn't used to be like that, was it? It didn't no, used to be like I don't, that. No, because like when I went, like when I first went on it, like back in like 2013, there were still like quite a few gems on there, and it was easier for me to get really de- decent. <laughs> uh-huh. Decent, we'll say, yeah. <laughs> terms. But then when I rejoined again, what was it, 2016 or 17, um, I reactivated my account and then it was just flooded. Like, it's so flooded. many, yeah. And so many of them are like young, yeah. attractive, like they make like maybe mid level six figures. So they think they're like hot shit. <laughs> and they don't even think that, that they have to pay at all. I know. Like they, they're just like, I'll take you on my boat. And I'm like, yeah, like no. I can't pay rent with a boat trip. Like, <laughs> I always hated like the new guys. Like, I always like loved the guys in like early 50s was usually like my range because they got mm-hmm. it. But then they got the money part, but they yeah. also had such awful personalities. <laughs> yes. But they were better than the egotistical young dudes. With- I mean, they all have terrible personalities, <laughs> but like, yes. Yes, because the thing is, and everyone, like, girls used to talk to me about this and be like, oh, well, you think I could just find, like, like a hot young guy who's just going to, like, give me a minute? I'm like, no, <laughs> if if they're on there it, they're and they're young and they're attractive and they have money, that means that they got to have one of the worst personalities on the planet if they're still having to pay for someone to spend time with them. Like, yeah. that's <laughs> not yeah. to be, like, roasty, but... <laughs> <laughs> The truth. But it's true. It's true. They're going to be one of the worst people that you've ever met. They're going to be awful to be around. Yes. The older guys, less so, yeah, because they, like, they understand at this point, like, this is just something they have to do. And it doesn't, and they could be married and that's why, so they could be, like, a nice guy. You know, there's lots of other reasons, but if you're young, hot... And you have a bunch of money and you're single and paying women to spend time with you. Usually it's because you have a really awful personality. (laughs) (laughs) Sugaring aside, (laughs) how you got into full service. And then, yeah, yeah. it's a kind of a shitty story. Like I, for me and anyone involved who worked at this agency, but I worked at a legal escorting agency here in Denver for like a month. And, like, they were, they didn't do any vetting. I would show up at someone's house and they would be expecting sex and for, like, $180. And I'm in their house now. So it's, like, the most dangerous position you could ever put me in. That is and, like, there were some people who were regulars. But basically, you only made money off of tips. So everyone did extras. Yeah. But, like, he ran the business. It was a man. It was a man. Course, but are we it was a small man, a very small man. Oh man, four eleven. God, what was his name? It's uh, it's Denver Ladies. Like anyone who's in Denver and works in sex work knows what Denver Ladies is. And he also is like a bondsman, so he oh. like knows people, and so he's never been arrested, even though his girls have been arrested before. Oh, fuck, that's. Funny. And they know that they work for him, but like they were, yeah, like one eighty two twenty, and then they would take sixty percent. Oh my god! And we got to keep all our 
which is why everyone just did fucking extras at that point. But like his girls would get arrested because they don't do any fucking vetting. They just get a name and an address and then they send you. That's sketchy. I had to be like on call. So sketchy. And of course I had no idea. Like I'd done my sugaring before. I didn't vet those people. And like I assumed with an agency it would be safer because there are other other women involved. And like if other women are working for them, then it's got to be okay. Right. There were a lot of us. Yeah. They tried to make us come in for weekly meetings too. Oh my god, seriously. I'm a hooker. Like, please stop. <laughs> this is the whole reason that I do this is so that I don't have to come in for meetings. <laughs> and this little four eleven guy would like tell us how to do our jobs. And like, you know, this girl, she always gets callbacks, blah, blah, blah. Like, let me let me have her show you how to do a lap dance on me. You know, like it what was fucking it was gross. It was fucking slimy? gross. It was gross. And he would like, like be flirty with some of the girls because they would be nice to him because like, that's how you're supposed to interact with people like that when you're people like us. And, but I can't do that. And I don't do that. So I was just really snippy with him all the time. And he's like, well, no wonder you don't do well. Because, you know, and I'm like, you think I talk to customers like this? No, I just hate it's you. <laughs> I hate you. He called me in his office for a meeting one time to tell me how much I could be making, but spent like 15 minutes just on his computer ignoring me while I was sitting there like, oh, like shit like that, you know, <laughs> just a piece awful. of fucking shit, a piece of fucking shit. Oh, my God. Basically, like a shitty pimp. <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't even keep you safe. Yikes. Yeah, so I did that for like a month, and then I was like, "This is so dumb." I have an advertising degree; I can do this myself. Yeah, <laughs> I can do a better job. And when I left, a bunch of the other like successful women in that company left too because they saw that I could do it on my own. There we go. Yeah, and then I got arrested. Oh shit! <laughs> you want to go Or <laughs> it's okay. I mean. <laughs> We can quickly go. We can quickly go into that if you if you want. I know I'm talking a lot. It's it's up to you. No, it's all good. I, it was it was dumb. I didn't I didn't know how to vet yet because I had never seen anyone do it properly. I got caught up in a sting. Oh, they no. stayed there for like a week. They picked up thirty girls. I saw some girls from Denver ladies oh, like God. next to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not too bad in Colorado. It's just a misdemeanor, and you know they kept me in jail for like a night and a day. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, it was super traumatic. Okay, yeah. I mean, well, you know, we haven't really talked about this much on the podcast, actually. So thank you for opening up and sharing about that. Oh, yeah. I like I, I at least want everyone to know like like that it, that people do that because you never think about it. And you're like, yeah, they, they actually do stings and they almost always are targeting us. Um, hotels are riskier because that way they can have like adjoining rooms. They work with hotel staff a lot. Uh, yeah, but like, you know, they like busted in like six dudes all fucking geared up, like, get on the ground, you're fucking like so unnecessary. Yeah. Just scaring the fuck out of me. Yeah, well, it's yeah. So traumatizing and scary. And yeah, um, sorry you went through that. But now oh, it's okay. you've inspired me to do like, maybe another episode on that. Oh yeah. That would be a that would be very like helpful. And especially yeah. if you can get information from people who have been arrested in different cities. Yeah, because everywhere. Everyone everywhere they do it differently. Yes. Um a uh, tip don't ever tell them that you drove yourself they will impound your car <laughs> oh shit okay yeah Hot mine got damn. impounded for 30 30 days minimum yeah. <laughs> so just don't tell them that <laughs> fyi for anyone listening yeah. Bye. yeah okay well yes I'm, I'm gonna put that into my my notes in my brain to make an episode on that because i think it's something that we definitely need to talk about and something that like yeah we haven't really discussed in the show but what we are talking about today is Reddit. So first of all, Reddit, what is it for those who actually don't know what it is? Because we have a lot of people that listen to the show. Yeah, it's a sort of like a social media platform, forum, mixture, news, yeah. gaming, whatever. You can get all the information. There are communities on Reddit, mm-hmm. and this is where the content comes from. Um, yeah, they're called subreddits. Yeah. Uh, and there's a subreddit for anything you could possibly imagine. Literally anything. Literally anything. anything. When it comes to porn, literally anything. When it comes to not porn, literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of just like a place. It's 
majority of users are male um and it's kind of just like a place where like men get on and then they kind of like circle jerk off with each other about like having the same opinions it's super fun it's really great and then the the sex worker side of it is a little bit better but still run by men uh there are some very popular subreddits that have been made by like women who were very successful on on reddit which i love love that um but most of the porn subreddits are run by men. And you'll run into things like like a majority of them, if you have any kind of link or selling link, they're like, we don't want you. It's not yeah. what we want if you're selling things. The tits are not as good <laughs> if they're for sale. Yeah. So there's a lot of subreddits like that. And those don't even bother. <laughs> like, there's also a lot of subreddits that don't allow original content, which I think oh. is weird and gross. It's just men sharing like styles of porn that they like with each other. Like oh. I said, circle jerk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're jerking off together. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah. well, first of all, like, how did you even get, how did you even discover Reddit? I used Reddit like for since college because I dated like nerdy guys mm -hmm. and they were always on Reddit. Of course. Yeah. And I wanted to be cool. I was a pick me in college. I'm just going to put that out there. So I wanted to be cool. So I was on Reddit also. <laughs> I didn't use it for porn like ever though. Right. And then. Like when's that? And then. Well, the guy I was with used it for porn. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and I started doing that when after I had moved to Denver too uh because mm -hmm. when COVID hit my OnlyFans income doubled so I wanted a way to like maintain that yeah and I felt that Reddit would be like a good place for that and I already knew how to use the platform yeah yeah definitely. yeah so I mean like for a person that's coming into Reddit and is just completely overwhelmed with everything where do you start one as a user and then two as a person like a creator if you want to start marketing it's a loaded couple questions <laughs> yeah um <laughs> as a user that's just like um consuming media on reddit is pretty easy uh that's like if you have never used reddit for porn this is for like the clients who watch this <laughs> but if you've never used reddit for porn it's quite it's it's good there's lots of little niches and you can really get whatever you want um for posting uh i definitely recommend like learning about it first because otherwise you're going to get on there and you're going to make a bunch of mistakes and your account's going to get banned yeah. and you're going to be like, what happened? And then you're going to ha not have the username you want. So <laughs> <laughs> um, like the webinar that we put out, there's a, there's other guides too, uh, but you definitely want to, to learn how to do it first before you just jump right in. That's always really hard. Um, you have to make a user page, uh, find subreddits that are in your niche. There's a master list that's kind of old and outdated. I was thinking about updating it maybe, but um, there's a master NSFW subreddit list. The biggest thing I'll say is like a lot of stuff is, it's not self-explanatory, but if you are like have the energy to read like the rules of a page and stuff, then you won't make as many mistakes. And it's easy to skip all that shit because, like, some asshole was writing it and he's, like, in all caps, like, you oh, can't yeah. say this or that, you know? Oh, oh, but, like, you have to read that. Otherwise, you're going to get banned and shit like that. Great. So, um, so read. Read yeah. everything that's on the page. Yeah. Um, find a niche. Yeah. Niche yeah. is a niche. Yeah, that's, that's really important. And it is. I think it's really important in sex work, too. Um, just in general, in general yeah. yeah, because there's a lot of us out there and there's a lot of people that have, you know, we cater to different fantasies or we play different roles and stuff too. So like, yes. if you're just kind of waiting in the ocean, <laughs> like it's- Yes. And Reddit is very saturated. Yeah. Yes. And it's very saturated and the body and look that's popular on Reddit is kind of like, like pedo-y like they like like mm. small white women who have they either like skinny white women who have like nice big fake tits mm -hmm. or they like skinny white women who are small and look like a child <laughs> oh, yeah so like those are the biggest porn subreddits like yes if you look like that 
I absolutely recommend going onto those subreddits because you will have a much easier time. If you don't look like that, so like person of color, uh, bigger size, uh, just alternative, mm-hmm. like tattoos, whatever, there's lots of subreddits for all of those things. And I recommend not even bothering with those other big subreddits. Yeah. Like, every once in a while, like maybe a, like a sort of slightly plus size woman will do well on there, but it's never like no BBWs. Like they, and a lot of time they, they have rules about that. <laughs> the rules, everything. I mean, let's just like, okay, let's definitely go into the rules topic for sure. Cause yeah. Uh, well, the rules important. for each subreddit are, are determined by the moderators. Yeah. Some of the moderators are really shitty. Um, I think r slash breeding material, which I had success on because obviously, you know, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, they put out a pin post, the moderators did, where they're like, breeding material does not mean overweight or unhealthy. It means good genes and blah. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? What are you fucking, like, excuse me, Hitler? Like, chill, bro. Like, <laughs> good genes. How do you know a skinny girl has good genes? She might be like a depressed alcoholic. Like, you don't know. How is that good genes? Just because you're skinny doesn't mean you have good genes. Anyways, there's subreddits like that. So now I I actually still post on there. <laughs> but every time I do, I'm like, none, none of you like me. Like, you know, like I'm not supposed to be here, but here I am. And everyone's like, no, we love plus size women. Like, because so many men do love plus size yes. women. For some reason, the moderators of the subreddit decided that only the type that they like is the type that's allowed. But that's how it works because they're the moderators. Yeah. Exactly. And they made the subreddit. So that's tricky. I mean, like, oh gosh, how does one go about finding? Because there are so many. Subreddits. There are so many. Like I said, the master. Oh, sorry. The master list is helpful, but also this is how I like to recommend to people, okay? If you see a girl that looks like you, go to her page and look at all the places that she posts and then post in all those places. Mm. Um, that's one strategy. Uh, another strategy is most subreddits have, like, sister subreddits are linked. Like, if you like this, you would like that, and it'll be a whole list of things. Go through those lists every time. You might see something, even if it's a little small, like under 100K, mm-hmm. uh, still get to post in if it's, like, a niche that you're in. Right. Like, there's one that's, like, chubby Asians. Right. It's perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I, they get real, really specific. Very- I think there's, like a subreddit for amputee porn yeah like the whole thing like defotees uh-huh whole thing yeah they have like a damsel in distress subreddit i don't even know how mean? you would like <laughs> convey that in a nudie but like whatever <laughs> it's like the most reddit thing that's ever existed <laughs> like <laughs> well you mentioned something interesting there with like one of those strategies it's like how to construct your page like why don't we start with that because I think that's also really really important as well yeah um make sure that it's marked NSFW Mm -hmm. it's very important it's a really easy way to get banned yeah um starting from scratch is hard I've done it many times now with clients and you're just gonna have to a lot of places won't let you post because your account is new right um yeah Mm-hmm. Oh, so can you explain what karma is too sorry for those who don't know. Yeah, it's like likes yeah. it's like likes you can upvote and you can downvote a post people on reddit are shitty so even in your own subreddit you will get downvotes <laughs> 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 because people go through and they just like down they like downvoting people i don't know like putting out negative energy but yeah um and a karma is not a direct it's not like upvotes minus downvotes uh, it used to be but then people started having too much karma so they made it some kind of a hidden mathematical equation and mm-hmm. it's less now mm-hmm. so if you get like a thousand karma on a post it's probably only going to be like three four hundred i think it's like it scales down the more you get to oh okay like it's worth less here we go the more you get in the same subreddit but that that doesn't mean don't post in the same subreddit it's just just you know keep an eye on it but um, a lot of subreddits will have comment karma requirements. And so with that, that's a little harder. I recommend going into the safer work subreddits and responding to like ask Reddit questions or like AMAs, like r slash funny, making a comment. You can have something blow up like overnight if it's like clever or something. And then you'll be good. 
If not, you get one karma every time you post. So if you need 50 comment karma, you can comment somewhere 50 times. (laughs) (laughs) It would technically work, I think. I've never done it that way, but it is one one karma per comment. So. Yeah, actually, no, that's not true because I respond to comments all the times on my clients' page and their comment karma doesn't go up. I think someone else has to upvote your comment. Oh, gotcha. There we go. Yeah, you can just edit that last part out if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, it's hard. There are places where you can farm karma. I don't recommend doing that. Most subreddits won't let you post if you do shit like that. What does that mean for Um, for those who don't know what farming is? Uh, so it'll be a subreddit dedicated to people just upvoting other people's shit so they can get karma. Oh, yeah. Like a spam kind of like. Sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, most subreddits, NSFW subreddits too, won't let you do that. Mm. Um. Like, are, are like, maybe we can also go down like common rules that you see in subreddits. Because I think yeah. it's all different depending on the market. It is, yeah. But like, um, one of the most common ones you see. Uh, a lot of time you'll need to verify o- original content only verification required. Um, that's a whole process, but they usually have pretty straightforward instructions, just like follow the link and follow the instructions. Yeah. Um, that's very common, uh, in NSFW subreddits. It's, it's how they like kind of regulate catfish and um, that kind of thing. Um, they won't ask for like ID or anything, but they will ask you to like put the subreddit on a piece of name on the piece of paper, paper, so like they know that you're like consenting to put be posted or post in the subreddit. Right. Um. What else? Uh, watermarks are generally not allowed. Uh, username watermarks are the most common one that are allowed. I check the rules, but they always have rules about watermarks. Uh. Most subreddits, there are selling subreddits. I've had very little success in those because it's like kind of overrun with providers and not clients. Not enough people. Um, Yeah, but most NSFW subreddits will not let you sell in your title or in your comments. Gosh. Um, So don't mention anything like that. Uh, A bunch of them have have these new rules about like spammy titles because they're sick of girls asking the same questions over and over. Oh, Um, like clickbaiting? Yeah, like a vote if you'd fuck me Mm -hmm. or like, would you fuck me? Or first time here, I I don't think I belong here. What do you think? Like shit like that. (laughs) They're getting annoyed. They are getting annoyed by the by the captions and lack of creativity. So keep an eye on those rules. Sometimes they will ban you if you break them. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be so, careful with that too. Cause. And then like content rules, like if it's a foot subreddit and it says it has to be feet, like it has to be feet. post your feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a lot. There's a yes. lot. It can be really overwhelming. Like, if you say it's like you have like one of your clients and they are, you know, brand new, fresh on Reddit, what is your kind of course of action in terms of like priorities or like how would you kind of yes. structure that out? Um, uh, first, you need to learn how to post mm-hmm. because it's not as simple as uploading a photo and hitting send. Uh, Reddit doesn't like to host NSFW content, like to, they don't host NSFW content. So as soon as you're mic- you mark your profile NSFW, you won't be able to upload directly to Reddit. So what you have to do is you have to upload it to Imgur, you have to get the .jpg link, and that'll usually work in most subreddits. Um, when it comes to GIFs, you have to use Red GIFs. So you have to learn that first. Otherwise, nothing that you post is going to be seen by anyone. Um, when you make a profile you're not going to have any followers. So posting on that profile is not going to be helpful until you get followers. Um, start with subreddits that are okay with new accounts. And it's going to be like, the strategy is going to be find like 20 subreddits you want to post in, have pictures for each of those. Try not to be spammy because you won't be allowed in other subreddits if you post the same picture over and over. It's a strategy but it means that you can't be in certain subreddits. So I usually don't like doing that. Um, <clears throat> post in a bajillion. Half of them are going to be like, you don't have enough karma. You can't post here. No big deal. They don't ban you for that. Your post just doesn't show up. The other half, you're going to show up. Somebody, A couple people are going to follow you, whatever. And then you start posting on your page. Make a subreddit for yourself. I recommend. Um, if you're already famous and there is a subreddit that already exists for you, Reach out to those moderators. See if you can post original content. 
Um, that's what I had to do for one of my clients because she's like a more famous porn star and there was already a subreddit for her. Um, but the, they were super nice and she posts, I post for her in there all the time and it's like her main source of karma now. So, Amazing. you know, question, Google your, look up yourself, look up yourself. Yes. <laughs> um, what, what are the benefits of like making your own subreddit? Uh, you get karma. Mm-hmm. So there's that. You get karma in any subreddit. Um, And it's a community that you own. So you get to have full control over like what can be posted in there. Um, And it's just another place for people to follow you and for you to like connect with people. They they feel special when they find your little subreddit that you run, you know, like they want to be a little community. Yeah, they want to belong. Yeah. Uh huh. They want to see that other people also like you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue about like the whole like structure in terms of like you know trying to get yourself going. Was there more to add to that as well? Uh no. And then rinse and repeat. Yeah, like it's repetitive. Yeah, it's a process. It is. It's repetitive. It's very time consuming because you can't schedule out on Reddit. There are sites that say you can, but most of them are just like organizational tools because Reddit doesn't have third-party apps like that. You're not, yeah. Gotcha. They don't allow third-party apps like that. Right. You can schedule on your own subreddit. Oh, okay. But yeah, but generally speaking. But not in other people's. Yeah, that makes sense. And not on your user page either. So yeah. Yeah. So lot. So you got to get on. I recommend getting on and posting every day. Yeah. And getting into that that like habit, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the way that I run my pages that I run for people, I make a content calendar. I have five posts, four to five posts a day. Um, I post on their user page. I post in their subreddit, and then I find two or three other places to post for them. Um, and you want to mix it up, and you want to mix up the content. You can reuse content, just don't put it back to back so it yeah. doesn't look like you're spamming. Yeah, right. Because um, a lot of content can be used in multiple subreddits. Gotcha. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Comment on safe for work stuff. Respond to all of your comments on all of your posts because those guys are probably going to upvote you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, and then you just do that until you have a following. There you go. Well, it sounds simple yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It also de- – and, like, how quickly your following grows is going to depend on, like, how good you are at mimicking the content that does well on Reddit. Right. If you have the body type and the look that Reddit likes, mm-hmm. that'll make it easier, like I said before. Yeah. You know. I know. Because yeah. there's so many people that are wanting to, you know – grow their following and, and like diversify so they always think that like reddit's a really great place but mm-hmm. and, and it can be it definitely can be for sure but Absolutely. it's also like infested with trolls oh god it's awful <laughs> i literally posted i posted a picture of a famous porn star today in her own subreddit that someone else made that has like one hundred and fifty thousand followers okay yeah. and some of her arm hair was showing in the picture and three different dudes we're like, she doesn't wax. She needs to wax first. What? Like, you're you're a fan. <laughs> what is her? Yeah. Yes, dude. In her own subreddit. <laughs> they got downvoted to hell because, like, most of the people in that subreddit are good. Yeah. And technically, I could remove those comments because she's a moderator in that subreddit. <laughs> but I just thought it was fun to watch them get, like, negative karma because everyone's like, are you – Fucking serious, bro. Do you wax your arms, sir? (laughs) That shit's disgusting. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, because there are so many trolls, and maybe this is, you know, something that hinders people from using the platform. Mm. Like, how how do you deal with that? And like, because it it can be a lot. (laughs) It can be a lot. Um. I have a this problem where I can I I like I have to interact with them. I think maybe it's part of my tism, but like <laughs> I need them to understand and and I've like gotten on in like internet fights on <laughs> in like <laughs> other subreddits like <laughs> like r slash piracy someone was asking how to pirate content off of OnlyFans and I went on there and I was like this is shitty. You're shitty Don't for asking do that. For this. And everyone was so mad at me. <laughs> oh my God. 
I know. Crazy talk. Yeah. And there was like a whole thread. There was a there was a whole thread ask Reddit, would you date a sex worker? And it was just like thousands of comments of people being like, No, I would never. And then like thousands of other dudes being like, I also feel that way. Up vote, up vote. So yeah, it's scary. It's a scary place. Uh my recommendation is to not do what I do. And just don't fucking interact with those people. <laughs> yeah, they're some really fucking awful, vile people. Like, I have read some of the most horrifying shit <laughs> on Reddit. I actually – so in my Discord, I have a whole channel where I, like, pull screenshots of – from all the accounts. I run, like, four or five accounts, so I get DMs all the time. Yeah. And some of them are upsetting to say the least yeah so i have a little section in my discord where we get to be like this is disgusting (laughs) we all need group therapy now like (laughs) like if i have to read it someone else has to read it (laughs) i can't be alone in this burden but yeah so (laughs) you can delete this is the thing like on your own pages and shit you can delete whatever fucking comments you want i make the mistake of engaging with these people don't do that just delete the fucking comments delete the dms ignore a lot of times reddit will collapse messages that it thinks are potentially offensive and it'll be like this message is collapsed and you hit reveal and then it's like is this offensive and i'm like yes every time (laughs) (laughs) and then you could just block them in the nsfw subreddits the especially because i exist in most of the curvy subreddits they're really good about like don't be a dick that's a huge rule and it's for the clients not for us don't be a dick and if anything if anyone ever says anything shitty just report them and the moderators will take it they'll they'll take it into their own hands they'll protect us yeah don't don't make that your problem absolutely not yeah Yeah. as much as you can minimize those interactions and you're gonna see it you're gonna see it you're gonna see the notification a lot of times i'll get the notification of some person being like oh you're a fat whore or whatever and then i go to look at the comment it's already gone because they have like banned words like oh, fat and whore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was but you still see the notification. Yeah. So it's like you kinda, you know, if you need to take a break, take a break. Like if that shit's getting to you and like don't be embarrassed if it is, because I'm like I'm like the most sensitive fucking person. I should not be putting my body on the internet. Like I men on Reddit have made me cry before a lot. So like, you know, it's okay. Just like don't, you know, take a break. Yeah. Step back. Yeah. Is that what you do? Like, how, how do you deal with this when, like, you know, things get... Yeah, I, I, like, I'll have moments like that, and I'll just, like, show it to all my friends, and then they'll be like, wow, that guy's a fucking idiot, and then I feel better. That's my strategy, because I can't really take a break, so... Yeah. I, gonna... I mean, <laughs> I can't, because I ruin other people's pages, but yeah. So I just, I make fun of them. That's my coping mechanism. I'm like, I expose them to other people so that I feel... I don't know, safer. <laughs> but yeah, it, it works all right. What about like with anonymity and Reddit and like safety and stuff too? Can you can you speak to a little bit about that too? And like, I mean, the amount that you want to show and give to them is totally up to you. And like, if you don't show face, a lot of people don't show face on Reddit. Uh, most subreddits don't require that because porn on Reddit started as women being like I'm secret like hot wives you know like secretly behind my body I just like showing off my body like r slash gone wild is the biggest NSFW subreddit no sellers allowed so don't even bother but a lot of the women who became famous from that subreddit never showed face and like you can put a mask on you can do whatever feels right that's that's generally not going to affect like Yes, if, if if your face is one of your assets and you're, you know, then you're not showing that, you might miss out on some potential, like, clients. But if that's something you're not comfortable with, cover as much as you want. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I don't. I don't care. My, I, my butthole's on the internet. And it's, like, I accepted that from the very beginning. And it's out there. <laughs> people are going to pirate my content. People are going to pretend to be me and catfish people, like... It's fine. It's whatever. (laughs) I like, I have no control over that. Like, yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. I mean, they they do have like a piracy issues though on Reddit. So if you're like a, like a famous porn star or like, you know, that people like sell drop boxes of your shit, you can hire someone to deal with that. They'll send takedown orders and those subreddits will get fucking 
banned because Reddit's like particular about that. The copyright issues and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Cool. That's why a lot of subreddits require verification because they're like, we don't want to have these issues. Right. Like we don't want people to be using other people's content and then get in trouble for it. Yeah. Save that headache for sure. So you can protect yourself that way too. Question for you as well um, before we kind of go into some Q&A. Like, do you see a large number of people coming from Reddit going over to like your fan sites or how is that ROI? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. Yes, I do. Um, I am a little bit biased because I don't really advertise on other places anymore. I used to. And then like my Twitter got my, sorry, not my Twitter. My TikTok got banned twice. My Instagram has been banned like five times. So I focus most of my energy on Reddit, but yes, they're willing to pay for porn. Not a lot of them, not all of them. And like, not the ones who are DMing you usually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As it usually is. But like, um, I, it's hard to track. Um, OnlyFans has tracking links now by the way. So that's, yeah. Um, so that's a, probably a good thing to do if you want to track exactly where people are coming from, like create a specialized link. Um, it's hard to track, but it's easier now that they have tracking links. And I've had great success, like maybe a third f- or more of my OnlyFans people are from Reddit because they're going there to get their porn. So, you know, it's like the perfect target market. They're there. You give them a teaser and then they're hard and they're like, I like this girl. And then they're like, oh, I'll go buy her OnlyFans for it. You know, yeah. like, yeah. That's okay. That's that's really comforting to hear for anyone listening to. Sure yes. I obviously it doesn't work as well when it's brand new, yeah. when you're start first starting out. But if you pick up traction in certain subreddits, you will absolutely get subscribers. Cool. Yeah. This has been a packed conversation. But yeah, sorry I talk a lot. No, it's great. You, there's been so much information here, so much like valuable nuggets and stuff as well. And like, of course, so many other things I just can't cover in the hour that you're here with us. But um, yeah, I hope this like provided at least like um like a foundational um kind of basis for a lot of people that are curious about taking the plunge and starting off Reddit or have already started off Reddit and just like don't know where the fuck to go or yeah. what to do. So um, thank you for sharing your like your inside tips and your strategies of course. Well with this. We don't gatekeep here. <laughs> <laughs> I like women to have this information so they don't have to suffer the same way that I did. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, there are a few questions that did come in as well from – Twitter, actually. So um, the first one is, we'll kind of just like go right into this. Um, Reddit does not have a revenue model. So for sex workers, the objective is to direct viewership to other platforms. However, to do that, sex workers need to give content that is probably going to be revenue earning, or give away content that's probably revenue earning. Does this create an irreversible loop? Um. I don't think irreversible is the right word. Uh, I think how much you decide to show is totally up to you. Um, you can you can still have success not showing. I have a I have a dominatrix client who doesn't show any nudity on her Reddit. It's a slower growth, obviously, but there are plenty of niche subreddits where you don't have to show nudity. There's like gone erotic. There's like if you're a dominatrix, there's lots of domination subreddits. Um, you don't have to. That's the whole point of this work is that you don't have to, you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. If you can find a way to do it without that, then you should. If if that's you know if you don't want to use content that you could be selling, then don't. Um, And find subreddits where you don't have to be naked. Um, I will say like it's easier if you show nudity, and you will get more customers, and it kind of pays for itself in a way and I'm a huge fan of using content both on my paid platforms and on my reddit because who the fuck is keeping track you yeah, know like true none of them what are they gonna be like I already saw this picture like no dude <laughs> no, <gonna> that. <laughs> nobody's gonna say that so technically the content is getting double worth yes. now because we're using it for marketing and we're using it for our paid platforms that's what I do that's what I, I recommend if you're worried about that yeah and like it, it's not a it's not a irreversible loop because you can just decide to not do that if you don't want to 
choices are yours. Yeah. Yes, that is, you should be making decisions based on what you feel comfortable with, how much face you show, how much titty you show, whatever. I have clients that only show titty. I have clients that show butthole close-ups, okay? We got it all. Yeah. And I have clients that show nothing. And like even the client that shows nothing, she's still seeing increased traffic on her Twitter. She's still like, she got more OnlyFans subscribers. Like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no right or wrong answer. It just depends on like what you're comfortable with and however you want to like put yourself out there. So cool. Um, next question is when a sex worker posts something on Reddit, they add a descriptive caption along with a photo. Those captions I find to be so sexually charged that they become silly and the sex worker will lose credibility. For example, this person wrote in, um, woke up with like woke up and my pussy is wet for you. And he wrote, this turns me off because since I know it's a lie and <laughs> Suki's already like midway going on to the question. <laughs> I know it's a lie and this makes me think that the person is a robot or has no maturity. Question is, do you think more plausible narratives like just stepped out of the shower and looked cute are more effective than there's trap narratives like the above? Um, I think that like you not believing that that thing is true is a, like a you thing. Yeah. Like, like a lot of men are they don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. The idea of the caption is to turn someone on. Yeah. Not, That's you know, point. and we're, are we not always lying to you guys? Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a fantasy. <laughs> so though, like, if you want to add, I always recommend adding personality to your captions and especially to your user page. So I have like a little thing at the top where I'm like, I'm a gamer and I like this isn't that so that all the gamer boys and the anime boys can be like, ha, she's like me. Like, yeah, you can do shit like that. I, th I think that's a great idea. I think how you write your captions is totally up to you, though. And I think if, if it didn't work, then people, so many people wouldn't be doing it. Like the sexy <laughs> caption. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's like it's like dudes who are like yeah i just like can't really enjoy the strip club because like i know it's fake and i'm like okay you win you're smarter than all the dumb boys in here who are giving me money so yeah. i'll see you later then yeah, like, yeah what are you doing here get out of here yeah <laughs> <laughs> like reddit is not it's not a place for you know like we're not out, out here all out here with fucking marketing degrees and like analyzing what we should say and yeah. what will work better like just do you know do what feels right give a little personality if you want to be nasty they'll be nasty yeah. girl like they like that yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't but the, usually they do <laughs> let's, let's be real there's so much truth in that like so much truth like it, it's all lies anyways so what <laughs> why why are you saying that you know one lie is oh that turns me off yeah. I'm sorry hearing about a girl's wet pussy turns you off like that sounds like a you problem yeah I'm like yeah it's a personal <laughs> preference I suppose yeah this particular person but if you don't believe them then you you know then don't if you don't like that content creator's content then just don't yeah. consume it, so consume it yeah. and subscribe there's other people yeah. that are gonna be for you <laughs> there are plenty of girls out there who do like the you know they're just more casual yeah and that's fine go follow those girls exactly <laughs> so this question is kind of similar to the first one so we could kind of maybe quickly go over it but this person writes in i've seen photos that show all the goodies commonly posted but i've been told by other creators to never show anything for free does Either method show better results for lead funneling? Um, with better results, I, I don't really have, like, data on that. Like, I couldn't tell you. I've always just been, like, a show of whatever you want. Yeah. And same answer. Like, it's your choice. It should be your choice, um, what you're comfortable with. When girls say stuff like, don't ever show anything for free, I think statements like that are not helpful because there's no, like, black and white thinking like that. It's sex work, you know? Yeah. like. If someone is more comfortable showing, then they sh can do that. And it's not like they're, you know, not as good of a hustler. Yeah. Like, yeah, like all the best porn stars have porn on their Twitter, you know, yeah. like it's you don't ha don't show the money shot, but <laughs> <laughs> or do. I don't know. Whatever feels right. But, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Whatever it's really up to you. And I can't tell you what's going to work best for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just try to test it out. Only one way to find out. Try and test it out. That's pretty much what Reddit is all about. And the last question is like kind of not really related, but we'll ask it anyways, um, just so I could hear uh, Suki's own personal, I guess, response to it. And I could kind of like give you my two cents of it too. But this person writes in, with places like Wells Fargo dropping sex worker accounts, what are the safest places to bank with or through? Um, I read this on Twitter and also I do this, but accidentally, uh, small credit unions, um, they're, they have less eyes and they have less people looking and they also have less customers. So they're less likely to deny you for stuff like that. Um, I've had my only fans send stuff to my credit union from the beginning. Cause that's just like how I did it, but <clears throat> I've never had any issues with it. And I think that's probably the only advice I would give on that. I don't know too much about it. <laughs> That's totally okay. And if you wanted to hear more like on financial institutions and banking and stuff like that, there are a few episodes that I've done with that. So if you want to find the episode with Adri Rose, I think it's season two. Uh, there's another episode with Piper and season four. Um, and there are a few other episodes as well, which will be nicely categorized on my website once it comes out. But those are a few that I can think of the top of my head and you can find out more information that way. Or maybe I'll do another episode on that specifically so but thank you for writing and really appreciate that and with that being said suki where can we find you <laughs> um yes i am on twitter at suki underscore jade i believe i should probably know that <laughs> um i work for ps group i do reddit management full management i do reddit coaching i do bespoke social media packages like twitter i do virtual assistant stuff for OnlyFans. we can i jack of all trades when it comes to social media and um and we make custom packages for whatever you're looking for so it's not like you know it's this this and that that you have to get um it's uh PS Group's Twitter is we are at we are PS Group, and then if you're interested in something like management, that's another thing I was gonna say. Like, one of the ways to make Reddit easier is to hire someone else to do it for you. And if you can afford to, I would recommend doing that because it will save you a lot of frustration. <laughs> uh, that. <laughs> And it saves you time because then technically you don't really have to learn how to do it. (laughs) Just have someone else do it. But yeah, that's a service I offer. Um, If you're interested in something like that, you can reach out to hello at wearepsgroup.com. Yeah, I'm on on Instagram and TikTok too, but... Keeps getting banned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got banned on TikTok too. Like, oh. Days ago. <laughs> like, no. Um, for my full service work, my website is thesukijade.com, designed by and created by PS Group, Carly yes. Davis. Yeah. So. <laughs> and it's fucking fire. Yes. I love your website. I was like, oh. I love my website too. <laughs> it's very like retro gaming and fun. And yeah, we had a lot of fun. It, it took us a long time, but we had a lot of fun <laughs> building that. Yeah. <laughs> well, for everyone else listening, and I, I will be plugging all those links. They're all available in the show notes below. If you haven't clicked already, be sure to give your peeps, say, send a message if you need some help and uh, if you want to get things done for you. And for everyone else listening at home, it's new episodes every single Sunday dropping at midnight Pacific Standard Time um, it is stripped by Sia on Twitter and Instagram strippedbysia.com when that's going to come up at this point and patreon.com slash strippedbysia and that's pretty much it my nose is getting more and more congested as we go on so I'm going to shut this off but everyone else yeah stay tuned rate five stars listen in subscribe write a review do all the things and we'll see you all next week thanks Yuki thank you You're listening to Stripped by Sia, hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia, music by Ted D, graphic design by Maria Bellandarama, and photography by Ian Dabrin.